Hi everyone, welcome to the Abide Bible Club podcast. My name is Mari and I am super excited that you're here because this is our first podcast ever. So it's super cool. And with that, we ask that you would give us some grace and patience. It's our first rodeo, but we want to have some fun with it. We're not all serious all the time, but we're intentional about talking about our Savior and Scripture, and we want to glorify Him with this. So thanks for tuning in. I wanted to read a verse that has helped me before I met Janae, and I wanted to just fill you in on how the Lord brought us together. So, but this verse, Hebrews 11, 8, it says, By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. So six months ago, I moved up here to North Dakota from California. Big difference, I know. But I didn't know where I would stay. I didn't know how I would get a car. I was selling my car at the time down there. I didn't know where I would work. All these questions were in my head. But I knew that God was going to provide. I knew that he's always faithful. When you look back at your life, I hope you see how God is faithful in your life. And I didn't... I, or I knew that the Lord wouldn't have me sleeping out in the snow. So there were a couple different options. One potential that I thought was going to be the one, it didn't work out. But Chris, my fiance, that's why I moved up here. He lives here, born and raised, um, has a family friend who's Janae. And she lives here in Minot when she's doing college. She lives here with her great aunt. They say aunt, not ant, because an ant is an insect. <laughs> but anyway, they just welcomed me with open arms. I didn't know them when I walked through the door. But ever since then, it's been such a blessing. I've been encouraged by them of the godly woman I'm supposed to be and to grow into be. I love how Janae is making appointments with people and just being servant-hearted, ministry-minded. And I hope that our interview or my question and answer conversation with her is encouraging to you as well that God would speak to you through it and something we mentioned is how she puts encouragements on the bathroom mirror and I wanted to tell you and let you know that I'm going to put those on our website abideclub.wordpress.com if you want to check those out and read it so that you're encouraged and edified um I just think everyone should read it so you should do that uh, <laughs> but anyway I hope God speaks to you. That is our goal with this podcast. Sometimes there'll be interviews. Sometimes it'll be Bible studies, maybe. But we have a YouTube channel, Abide Bible Club. Please check that out. You can watch this podcast on YouTube so that you know what we look like. And share this with those who need to hear it. Let's share God's word, God's truth together in this world. Enjoy! Hi everyone, welcome to our Q&A conversation with my roommate Janae, and we wanted to get to know her a bit more, and we hope that this encourages you uh, in God's word and just hearing testimonies of other people. So um, let's get started, I Yay, guess. Let's this go. Is what This is what my roommate looks like if you're watching from YouTube. Some days I look like this, other days <laughs> it's kind of disastrous. <laughs> um, so just introduce yourself and... What are you doing? Who are you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, first off, thanks for having me. I've been super excited about this ever since Mari asked me. I am Janae. My name actually is a combo of my mom and my dad's name. So my dad's name is John. My mom's name is Renee. And you put them together and you get Janae. 
and I have two younger brothers and we grew up in a small town in North Dakota here. Grew up all the way from birth to graduating high school in that one town and then made my first big move ever to Minot for school. I'm currently a senior at Minot State University and I will be graduating in May with my Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. Awesome. And you're involved in Campus Crusade at your campus, Crew is what it's called. Yeah. Um, are you a, le- you're a leader there or a servant leader? Yep. Yeah, so I got started with Crew my first week of my freshman year on campus and started being a student leader with Crew sophomore year through this year. Um, so what we usually do is we meet once a week as a big group at our crew leader's house. They make a supper and they lead Bible study. And then another night during the week, we do a guy's study and a girl's study separate. And I'm actually helping to lead the girl's study on Thursday nights. We're going through James right now. And it's a really good study. Last Thursday was really fun. <laughs> a lot of laughter. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so for some... I, d- I don't do this every Q&A conversation. I wish I did, but we want to ask, what is your favorite Bible verse and why? Okay. Favorite Bible verse. There's so many good ones. Um, My verse of the year is Philippians 4.11. It's when Paul's talking about being content. Like, not that he speaks in regard to need, for he has learned in whatever state he is to be content. Um, the beginning of this year, the end of 2020, I was just kind of going through a funk where I was not content with where I was. I was wanting things that God hadn't quite given me yet. And God kind of hit me with this verse. And um, Paul went through lots of things that it would have been hard to be content through. He got bit by a snake. And no, was that somebody else who got bit by a snake? The viper? Uh, Probably. I but think I know it was he... him. I think he threw the wood in the fire and the thing came out and bit him anyway he went through like shipwrecks and like was left for dead and he was he said in whatever state he was to be content Mm -hmm. so that was a huge challenge for me just to be content with where God has placed me he knows what's best for me Mm -hmm. and yeah that's probably my favorite verse right now yeah and the next question what is your favorite hymn again so many good hymns (laughs) uh my favorite easter hymn we're, we're not going to go through, like, all the holidays of, like, my favorite Christmas hymn, my favorite Valentine's Day hymn, or, like, anything like that. Um, I don't think there my, are Valentine's hymns, <laughs> but there's so many hymns about love, That's though. true. That's true. Um, favorite Easter hymn is Up From the Grave He Arose. Uh, first, that's, like, where we get our power in Christianity and, like, our victory and all that comes through, like, Christ rising from the dead. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the reason we have hope. And then also when you're singing it, you just go like up from the grave, he rose and like everybody sings it together and there's so much energy and yeah, just so like passion and I I just love it. Yeah. And I asked that question because we're singing hymns and I I didn't grow up with hymns. Maybe your church doesn't really do hymns often, but there's so much uh, doctrine in there. There's so much truth of who he is rather than like, you know, a lot of contemporary Christian songs today it's about like how we feel and if you haven't researched the hymns before I'm doing that journey myself and so I encourage you to do that um also I encourage you if you have a roommate that likes hymns you should go upstairs (laughs) and play the piano and sing hymns together it's good for roommate bonding Mm -hmm. yeah to our um 
her great aunt, they say aunt, not aunt up here, mm-hmm. her great aunt, we, we play, or she plays the piano, we sing to her, and she absolutely loves it, mm-hmm. so. 10 out of 10 recommend. Yeah. Because He Lives is my favorite right now, I'm learning more and more about them. It's beautiful. Um, so, the next question is, why am, why is homeschooling important to you? Because you were homeschooled, you want to homeschool, so if you want to share that with everyone. Yeah, so I was homeschooled the whole way through, kindergarten through senior year of high school, and I just really appreciated how my parents were able to speak into my life, like speak the truth and foundational truths that I hold so dear. Um, Public school and private school, like you're away from home pretty much all day. Like you're getting up in the morning, you're going to the bus stop, you're there till three if you're in like any after school, school things like drama or sports you're there till who knows how late and then you get home and you have homework so it can be really tough to train up a child in the way they should go like the bible calls parents to do but if you're homeschooling them and they're there in your home you're able to incorporate those morals and values and truth from god's word into what you're studying yeah i was public schooled and and now going to Bible college, I'm getting deprogrammed of everything. <laughs> I was Teachers are great. It's just the homeschool convention we went to last week. It just talked about how, you know, the public school system is just getting further and further away of what God cares about. And mm-hmm. so I'm excited to do that. It'll be a challenge. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, another fun fact about homeschooling is you learn, especially in high school, to be like a good self-motivator. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to get this done today, make those to-do lists and get it done. You learn how you study, like with flashcards or like um, with songs or things like that. And so then when if you go to college, you kind of found your, oh, this is what works for me to like memorize this or remember this. Mm-hmm. And college professors don't always like help you to learn things. And sometimes you got to <laughs> do it on your own. So yeah. I think homeschooling really prepared me for the college atmosphere. Yeah. And um, what was I going to say? For those who, you know, are public schooled right now, you know, you probably had figured that out if you're doing like virtual classes, mm. like what works best for you as far as making up your own schedule. So that's kind of what homeschooling is. And um, I'm excited for it in the future. Um, so we asked people to b- submit questions. The first one's from Spencer. He actually asked two. So the first one is, what is your favorite book of the Bible and why? Mm. Thank you, Spencer, for the question. Right now, my favorite book is Philippians because I've been working through it over Christmas break and it's just kind of stuck with me ever since. My favorite verse, like I shared earlier, Philippians 4.11 is from there and just so many other good little nuggets in there, I guess, little golden nuggets that you can dig for, like in Philippians 2, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ, a call to humility, Philippians 3, like everything is garbage compared to Christ. The Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Like all those good little, they could be gold nuggets or chicken nuggets. I like both of them. (laughs) (laughs) They're in there and it's just such a good book. And Paul wrote it all in prison. And Mm -hmm. that's just amazing how he was content Mm -hmm. through all of that. Um, Spencer's second question is, what are some of the biggest theological questions you struggle with? (sighs) Getting deep. Um... (laughs) The first one that's coming to mind is the whole Arminian Calvinism thing. Like, does God choose us or do we choose him? Um, Predestination. Yeah, yeah. that kind of a thing. 
Um, yeah, and, like, I don't even, like, the struggle isn't, like, with those two topics. It's struggling to understand them. Like, I've heard views of both sides, and I understand where people are coming from on both sides. But for me personally, I've just kind of chosen to accept the fact that I'm not going to be able to find out, like, which one is right. Talk to our crew leader here in Minot, and he explained that people have been arguing back and forth for hundreds of years. People who have studied the Bible for decades, and they've read books written by people who had studied for decades, and they still argue. They still haven't like come to an agreement about it so Mm -hmm. me having the word of god seeing that god is just god is faithful god is good god is loving and like he will do what's best for us Mm -hmm. even if our minds right now can't totally comprehend it we can trust that like god will do what's best for us yeah that's good um we have an anon from anonymous hi anonymous (laughs) uh they asked do you have any irrational fears A lot of people say heights. I'm the exact opposite. I love heights. I love climbing trees or climbing walls or climbing ladders. Um, Flying in airplanes. I would totally climb a mountain. I would totally go skydiving sometime too. (laughs) Like I love heights. Um, I'm not scared of like spiders or snakes or things like that. Alligators though. Alligators are scary because they have big teeth and they're big and they look slow, but they're actually really fast. They can run like faster than me, so they could catch me. That's probably the number one reason I would not move to Florida is they have alligators and I have nightmares. Well, not like recently, but I've had nightmares (laughs) where like they come chomping at me, but my legs are all twisted up in the sheets and I can't run away. And then like all of a sudden move my legs to run away and I wake up and that's, yeah, that's probably why I'm scared of alligators. Like, if you were at the zoo, would you be okay? For the most part. Okay. (laughs) I hope so. Um, The next question is from Allison, friend from Canada. She says, tell us about a God moment that you've had. Great question, Allison. Thank you. Love you. Um, So this God moment isn't like butterflies and rainbows oh like god blessed me with a million dollars god moment or anything like that (laughs) um this last weekend there was a sin struggle that i had and like god was calling me to repent and i didn't want to i was like it's not that big of a deal a lot of people other do it um just because other people do it doesn't make it right just gonna put that out there learn that um but like god spoke through the people in my life like I had a phone call with um a really great um woman in my life who lives for the Lord and like she didn't know about it but she was like kind of talking about this topic and then I read devotions that morning it was exactly on that and then I went to church and the whole sermon was on confession so like mm-hmm. God kept working on my heart kept working on my heart and I finally like submitted to God I was like yes I'm wrong and I don't want to do this anymore mm-hmm. so yeah, that's kind of a recent God moment that I've had. Yeah, humility and re- uh, affirmation, I should say, is really good. Um, the next question is from Tori. Hi, Tori. She says, how do you serve God in everyday life? Girl, you already do this. You should be answering this question. <laughs> you are like the pro on this. I should ask you. But for me, I guess, um, there's like scheduled serving and non-scheduled serving I guess so like scheduled serving of like I help with Awana on every Wednesday night that's a thing where little kids come and they learn bible verses and sing songs 
um, you have church, you can serve in your church, like sometimes I'm a greeter, um, like those different scheduled activities, and then you have your non-scheduled things where it's like, oh, the dishwasher is clean, I can unload it for somebody, or oh, this friend is having a tough day, I should send them an encouraging text, or like this verse was really meaningful to me in my devos, I can pass that on to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or even just finding whoever's in front of you to talk to them. There was a guy at the grocery store, and it was really early in the morning, so there weren't a lot of people, it wasn't too busy, and we ended our conversation in prayer. It was mm-hmm. really, he was another believer, but you know, he just went through a lot of stuff, and I was just glad to just make that connection and be willing to, I know they say don't talk to strangers <laughs> when you're a little kid, but I mean, when you're around other people, I'm sure it's And fine. strangers <laughs> in California are different than strangers in North Dakota. Like, in North Dakota, everyone just kind of knows each other, or like, oh, you're my third kid, like, third cousin's best friend, or like, there's just twice removed. Yeah. <laughs> crazy relations like that yeah so anyway i i think tori you're pretty good about (laughs) serving the lord every day and how you cook for everyone it's wonderful Mm -hmm. so um but thank you for your question the next one's from joseph he said have you had any hardships being a christian in the minot state nursing department but then our friend Jeannie also asked what would you say is the hardest part about following jesus so generally following the lord Mm -hmm. and then specifically in you know a secular workplace mm-hmm. I guess you would say yeah yeah great questions by both you guys um for like hardships and following Christ can really depend on where you're at in life like you can go through seasons where different things are hard like for me elementary school it was hard to get into devotions and it was more just a thing on my checklist of like oh got that done for the day and wasn't really impacting my life um, junior high, it was more body image, like, God, I am too fat, or like, I, my skin isn't clear enough, or I'm not funny enough, or just like, not being secure in who God created me to be. Um, more towards like, senior year of high school, or even now, senior year of college, like, trusting God with big decisions, like, where should I work? What should I do? Where should I live? And choosing not to worry, but instead give that to God. So I think it really just depends on, like, what season of life you're in and who you're around. Like, diving into the nursing program, um, it was was hard. I felt like I was kind of, like, on a deserted island, Um, just, like, me being a Christian and everyone around me not, like, if they were Christians, not super living it. Like, talking behind people's backs or the conversation just mainly being about, like, work or getting drunk on the weekends, which... I choose not to like go and get drunk on weekends because I don't think it's a good testament to being an ambassador for Christ. So it, that was probably one of the most difficult parts. Um, but choosing to find a way to overcome that, like turning to your neighbor and be like, hey, like I heard you went to the cancer care clinic this week. How did you like that? Mm-hmm. Or um, yeah, just finding ways to be an encouragement to others without um, like compromising your values Mm -hmm. I guess or coming off as judgmental maybe Mm -hmm. towards them yeah Yeah. and you kind of fill up your cup being around by other believers so that you can be you know prepared and going to church or whatever to hear the word be ready to you know put on the armor of God to (laughs) go into the mission field of your nursing program or your school or Mm. whatever Um, because I know a lot of my students back home you know high school 
or junior high, whatever you're in, it's, it's hard and it's not easy and not everyone's a Christian, but to just remember who you are in Christ and, you know, don't let other people define who you are Mm. and just remember what Jesus said and what Jesus has done for you and what he will do for you as well. Um, so thank you, Joseph and Janie for those questions. The next one's from Lydia. She said, what are some tips on getting a good Bible reading in for the day and truly enjoying it? And you were Mm -hmm. saying like, you know, in elementary, you're like checking a box and, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, it can kind of feel like homework or chore for people. Yeah. Yeah. Great question, Lydia. Um, I try to start my quiet time with prayer because like, if you're asking God, like, Hey, help me read your word. He's not going to be like, no, you got to do it on your own. Like he'll help you. He'll like give you the just like calmness and peace and just to be able to like read in the word, be in the word. Um, One thing that can really throw off a quiet time for me is distractions. So trying to get rid of those distractions, like leaving your phone in the other room or having a plan, not just like flipping open and be like, okay, what am I going to read today? Like having like, oh, I'm going to study James this month. I'll do a chapter a week or something like that. Um, one other thing, accountability is huge. Like being able to reach out to somebody, like send a snap or a text, like, Hey, this is what I read today. What did you read today? And I actually did this with a friend. We would read and we'd send a snap about like some wow moment or a question or like, wow, they said this like five times and just being able to not only have that accountability, but also learn from each other. Like I learned from her and she learned from me. And so it benefits two people instead of just one. Yeah, <laughs> that's really cool. Um, I know for me, like I would go to church, but then I wouldn't read the Bible outside mm-hmm. of church. And because I, I, I used to love to read, but then it's like, it feels like a lot or I don't want to say a burden, but it just feels like something extra to do. But, um, you know, just to open up your real Bible and not the Bible app, even though I love the Bible app, because then like a text will come in and then you get distracted. Mm -hmm. So to really, you know, put your phone away and just read the word or even just praying in the morning before your day rather than checking your phone is Mm -hmm. also a good tip. Um, The next question, these are ones that I put in. So sorry. (laughs) It says, no apologies. (laughs) I said, how do you abide in Christ and fellowship with believers amidst your busy schedule? Mm, Good question. Fellowshipping with other believers has been like the absolute hands down highlight of college. Like I have loved just being with others, growing in church or in Bible studies or just hanging out on the weekends. Like has been my favorite part of college. So just having that joy from being with like-minded believers and being able to encourage each other and know that like if you need prayer for something, they'll be there for you. Um, so recognizing it as not something like, like I know you've said this a ton of times, it's like it's not a burden, it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Like having those people in your life. So mm-hmm. prioritizing that there's some things you can say no to, some things you can say yes to. Um and then, like, with school, making sure that gets done. So, yeah, it's it's a challenge balancing it all, but making sure you have that priority of fellowship and being with people who will encourage you. And then another thing could be, like, serving alongside those people. So you're not only, like, helping kids in Awana, but you're serving alongside other believers who will encourage you in fellowship with you. Or, like, I greet at church on Sundays sometimes, and I have, like, 
another friend that I greet with. So, like, when people aren't coming through the door, we can, like, chat and catch up and encourage each other. So, kind of like killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. She's almost gone, like, every night with (laughs) all of her crew friends. It's all, and they just, like, play basketball or, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be Bible study every (laughs) night, but just hanging out with one another. And I really admire that about that group. Um, The last question is, you are, I wrote, you are a great encourager to many friends and people in your life, including me. She has stuff on the bathroom mirror, and I want to post it on the WordPress website so that you you guys could see and be encouraged as well. Um, But the question I wrote is, is there a scripture of encouragement that has helped you personally that you wish to share for anyone that's listening? Yeah. So... Adam's son was Seth, and Seth's son was long name with a Z. (laughs) Do you find that very encouraging? Um, Should I try again? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, we'll try again. The genealogy. Um, Yeah. Yeah, those are in there for some reason, but I'm not a fan. (laughs) Well, it shows us how, you know, the genealogy of Christ and who God used to get to Jesus, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one verse that I found really encouraging is Psalm sixteen eleven. It's the last verse. The whole chapter is fantastic, but the last verse talks about um you have shown me the path of life, and your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So a lot of people in this world don't have joy or don't feel content or fulfilled, but because we have God and Christ in our life, we have that joy. And that joy is an everlasting joy. Um, the first part talks about you will show me the path of life. God will lead and direct you in the way you should go. Like Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in him. He'll make your path straight. And then like the last part talking about in your presence are pleasures forevermore. Sometimes like we as Christians are like, oh, pleasures. Like that's the same as a sin. No, God created us to enjoy things. And when we're in his will, when we're delighting ourselves in him and he's giving us the desires of our heart we have those pleasures not only now but for the rest of our lives and into eternity Mm -hmm. that's really good well that's all the questions i have for you janae and i want to say thank you for joining us absolutely my Um, pleasure (laughs) pleasures for everyone um oh wow nice talking (laughs) um so if you're listening on our first podcast ever thank you for joining us be sure to share it with anyone who may need to be encouraged. But thanks for all of our YouTube watchers as well. And um, next time we do this, it'll be with my fiance, Chris, and I. Because if you want to ask any questions about me, I'm sure Chris is a part of it in some way. Mm. So we'll put out, um, if you want to submit a question, you can email abideclub at yahoo.com. Or there's going to be a Google form on our Facebook page. And then, um, so yeah, you can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or subscribe to our YouTube channel. And um, yeah, so anyway, this was fun. Yeah. And, uh, I love you. And I love you too. She's a great line dancer and swing dancer, by the way. If you could choose one, which one would you choose? <laughs> mm, probably swing. swing. I love them both, but yeah. swing is... Yeah. Swing is fun. Yeah. yeah. Well... Thanks for joining us, everyone, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.